Wessex LMCs supporting you and your practice. Hello, Marette. Hi, Sarah. Hi. So thank you so much for agreeing to join us um, on the podcast regarding mindfulness. Can you just start by giving me a little bit of an introduction to yourself? Sure. I've been working as a clinical psychologist since about 2004. I finished my training and I became interested in mindfulness for myself personally when I was trying to complete my PhD and my doctorate in clinical psychology at the same time and I was very stressed. And so that's when I first came across this as an approach and found it to be of tremendous personal benefit. And I then began a training course in dialectical behaviour therapy in the NHS and was being asked to teach mindfulness to others. And I got more and more interested in this as a way of managing our thoughts and feelings, but also a way of growing in health and happiness in, in life. And so many years ago, 2011, I went to work Um, for the Oxford Mindfulness Centre as a teacher for mindfulness-based cognitive therapy and a trainer of teachers in that approach. From there, I expanded my interest into working with children and families. And I've been working with children and families with the Mindfulness-Based Childbirth and Parenting Programme with expectant parents preparing for parenthood and also with parents who already established as parents and with their children. Fantastic. So tell me more, could you give a little definition of mindfulness for those of our members who hear the word bandied about, but perhaps it's not something that they have spent um, much time on themselves personally? Can, Can you tell me a little bit more about what mindfulness actually means? So a really common definition of mindfulness is that it's paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. So it's the ability to be present with what's ever happening in this moment and to bring a kind and friendly awareness um, to the present moment because often what happens is we're living in our heads a lot of the time. We're actually thinking about the past and um, what happened yesterday or thinking about the future and what we're going to have for dinner. We're not very um, often with our present moment experience. Interestingly, a publication in the the journal Science a while back uh, revealed that people are at their happiest when they're paying attention to what they're doing in the present moment, irrespective of what the task is. So often mindfulness is described not only about being present, but also in the service, service of wisdom understanding and compassion Mm, okay so lots lots of um, elements of that definition clearly can you tell us a little bit more about how it will help us as gps to do our job what is in it for us and what's in it for our patients to learn more about mindfulness absolutely it's incredibly relevant to um, gps because The research to date, although mindfulness is still a field in its infancy in terms of the evidence base, there is, I think, very compelling evidence um, and very few experts would argue that there's strong and recurrent evidence for the usefulness of mindfulness for working with pain, chronic pain, fear, anxiety, stress and low mood. 
obviously a lot of the people that GPs meet every day are going to be dealing with pain, um, physical pain or fear and stress, anxiety and low mood. So it's incredibly relevant in that way. Also for ourselves, you know, these are not conditions that we're immune to. It's not like plumber's taps don't leak, you know, as um, health professionals, we also can get sick physically or be in pain physically or have a lot of stress from the work um, particularly thinking about GPs how hard they work how intense the work is with so little space (laughs) to you know to reflect in the day and particularly with the current situation with COVID-19 they're under a lot of pressure in the front line of healthcare Sounds as though more relevant than ever before then, was relevant anyway, but especially relevant now in the current context. Absolutely. And um, so that's why we've asked you as an LMC to work with us on a really new, exciting project, which is creating a mindfulness course for our GP members and their children. Would you like to tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, I'm really excited to be working on this project with you all. It feels um, a really wonderful opportunity to support GPs in their work and um, but also in their day-to-day lives because, you know, GPs' life (laughs) um, exists beyond the surgery and um, those GPs with children are balancing a lot of different demands and um, our children are managing a lot in this modern world as well a lot of pressure to learn at school and to develop academically and uh, lots of challenges in relationships and how to manage feelings and thoughts and all the things that come at us from moment to moment in just everyday life we're not even when there's big dramas around there's always there's always something Um, so this is a really exciting opportunity not only to help the GPs learn about mindfulness and how it could be helpful for their life, but also for their children and the next generation to start to embed these skills. I mean, this is a skills learning program to start to embed these skills at a really early age so that that then goes forward with them into their lives and their own careers and family life and, and, and beyond. And I suppose at the moment, with um, so many challenges of homeschooling and perhaps higher levels of anxiety amongst us all than this time last year, for example, um, is a particularly good time to be addressing these needs. Exactly. And there's so much pressure on us all now, I think, with um, families being together more, um, but also with the need to fit (laughs) <laughs> to, do, to do more for our children because the schooling isn't being taken care of so much outside of the home and the stress that that places um, on us and you know often there's a real pressure I think for parents to feel that they need to do this for their children they need to do that for their children they have to be this you know they have to you know we feel so much guilt around um you know wanting to provide them with a good childhood and 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 pressure around helping them develop the the skills they they need for life but here's an opportunity to really connect with each other and to learn the skills that will help in all areas of life together so it's not just skills for home and for relationships but also for um, school and work and friendships and 
sport or you know any aspect of of human life fantastic well i'm certain that lots of people listening are going to be really keen to know when they can sign up so that was going to be advertised on the events page of the lmc website very shortly um Marietta, are there any resources that you could signpost anybody to who can't wait that long or who would like to um start reading up about mindfulness are there any places they can go Yes, absolutely. So there's a really good book called Finding Peace in a Frantic World by Mark Williams and Danny Penman, which is a really excellent introduction. Um, it can be purchased as a paperback or Kindle or it also comes with audio practices. So it's not just about what is mindfulness, you know, sort of in a way of bringing information in, but it gives you the audio practices so you can actually experience what mindfulness is, because that's the only way to really learn about mindfulness is to practice it. It's like playing tennis or swimming or driving a car. You can learn about the theory, but you really need to practice to develop mm -hmm. the skills. Excellent. And um, are there any other books or apps or any other websites that might help people who want to learn about more, more of what you've been discussing? Yes. Um, so there's a book called Sitting Still Like a Frog, um, which also has audio practices, and that's by Ellie Snell. And that's specifically for children, sort of primary school aged children. Perfect. So that's a wonderful resource. Fantastic. And are there any resources um, that would be specifically useful for our patients, for example, with low mood? Are there any NHS mindfulness resources that we can direct people to? So if people have a history of recurrent low mood um, depression, it's in the NICE guidelines, the National Institute of Clinical Excellence guidelines, MBCT, the Mindfulness-Based Cognitive Therapy Programme, can be helpful for um, recurrent depression um, and is recommended as a treatment um, and in many areas of the country it, that is available through the increasing access to psychological therapies. So we could familiarise ourselves with what is available in each of our areas through the Step to Wellbeing or IAPT. Absolutely and there's a there's a book called The Mindful Way Through Depression which is also a wonderful book but it's quite hard I think for people to learn mindfulness just from a book so an eight-week mindfulness course is usually what's recommended as the best way to to learn with a teacher and the support of a group and the experiences of other people. Fantastic well I've learned lots already just from our short conversation today. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we finish? And perhaps I found a really interesting article in the, on the GP online website about mindfulness and GPs, which might also like to direct people towards. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to working with you for the Mindfulness for Families course that we will be running shortly for GPs and their children. I hope that lots of our members are going to be taking advantage of that and um, have a more mindful future. Thank you, Sarah. I'm really grateful to have this opportunity to, to work with you all and I look forward to getting to know some more of the GPs and their families through this work. Thank you so much. Wessex LMCs, supporting you and your practice.